Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly are not experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? Good, man. I'm tired. I've been busting my butt building a deck outside for the last two, three days. So that's that's what you spent your long weekend doing. That's I'm I'm being full dad and doing some construction projects outside. So yes, I was not aware that uh, being good at doing construction projects <laughs> was a prerequisite for dad training. Well, I feel like it is. I feel like you did the door. I'm doing the deck. It's kind of all the same thing, right? Being <laughs> to handy. Say- to say I did the door <laughs> when really my father-in-law did the door while I handed him tools. Yes, but you, and, you and participated <laughs> in the process. It's true. I mean, yeah. I did hold things and do some of the tooling myself, but I never would have got it to any point of completion without his help. Yeah. That is well, that's I had I had Tiff out there this morning uh, give me a hand. I was like, now you can say that you built a deck, even though it was like three boards that you helped me with. But I mean, I'm I'm getting better personally. I'm getting better at being a little more handy. I, I've managed to fix a leak with the, some some plumbing in the sink, and I mean, I did that just kind of. I watched a YouTube video that was like, "This is how to fix it," and I'm like, "Oh, beautiful!" And I did it all myself. Meanwhile, Laura's like, "You handle it. I don't even care. Call a plumber. I don't care." But, you know, I took care of that myself. Um, I've been able to disassemble both my bathroom and kitchen sink and clear a clog and reassemble them and have them oh. not leak everywhere. So look at pretty you, good. Miss, Mr. Masculine over there. Yes, I feel pretty good about that. I feel pretty good about that. But <laughs> then uh, last week, uh, actually, my, my father-in-law was here the other day helping fix another problem because our front door was starting to like our front door was very hard to close because it turned out that the screws that were holding it into the frame were starting to give and oh, okay, the door yeah. was kind of like a little crooked but not like crooked enough to notice really like but yeah. it hard, enough to notice that it like the door wasn't closing right so he came over to fix that and he was also here he was like you know what i heard your faucet like your backyard faucet broke because, like, the tap, like, for the hose. Yeah. Because we ended up using it. I forget why. We used it at one point, And because of that, we turned the pipes on and then forgot to turn them off. And then when it got cold, like, oh, the shit. pipes froze. Yeah. So, it, it the actual faucet bit itself exploded off of off the pipe outside. And, I mean, I wasn't here. Like, Laura just messaged me. <laughs> it, thankfully, it happened while Laura was here. And she was like, this just happened. We fixed it. Like, we turned the water off and everything. But just so you know, this exploded and it's going to have to get fixed. Well, we found out when her dad was here because he was like, well, I can take a look at it now while I'm here and we'll see if we can fix it. Turns out we could not fix it because not only was the pipe break, because I didn't know where the pipe break was. Laura was like, I I just put the faucet back on the on the pipe afterwards so that it wasn't just hanging open. Sure, yeah. So... I didn't know where the pipe break was. So her father and I, we like screwed, like we not screwed, but we took like the wrenches and tightened some stuff up. And it turned out that was not where the break was. And <laughs> oh, and no. when, as soon as we turned the water on, it just fired right off again. Nice. And additionally, another fun fact that we didn't know until, until that happened was that where the valve shutoff is, the pipes there are plastic. And because of what happened with the pipes freezing and everything, one of the plastic pipes blistered outwards and has a little pinhole in it. And so when I turned the, the faucet on, it just started spraying out of this oh, hole. Oh, my goodness. And so, so like, literally, I, I, I was, had the finger over the hole just sitting there, like, holding all of the water in. <laughs> what? It, was, it was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But See, we again, that's, I, I maintain that I hate plumbing, and it's because it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. And like, that's a perfect example. But uh, you should have gotten that. What's that from the commercial? It was like flex, flex tape? tape. Yeah. And they just slap the water jug. You could have tried that out. Uh, well, we just we straight up put junk, duct tape around <laughs> it. So, yeah. yeah. But did you slap it, though, Mike? I mean, no, because the, the, the thing was, is there's a lot of insulation around the pipe. Oh, so, okay, like, okay. if I just too, was to slap it on the pipe, it would mostly get stuck in the insulation. So... <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, the, spirit, so, the spirit was there. Yeah, so that plumbing problem is another day yeah, away. But yeah. no one's here to talk about our plumbing problems. 
But you you said deck. You were you were building a deck. Yes. And what else have you been up to for this this long weekend? That is it as terms of like stuff that I have been doing other than slaving around the house. But Ben, Ben has been up to a lot, Mike. The boy is now fully sleep trained. So he goes to bed by himself, has naps by himself. Oh, like nice. you pretty much just put him down and he, he falls asleep. And I have been instructed to tell you and tell all of our listeners that if you put your child in a pack and play, like, you know, for when you're traveling, right? Or whatever, is mm-hmm. get this product called the Sleep Shade because it is a miracle worker. So, I don't know if you remember, but last week I said, or maybe it was two weeks ago, but whatever, that Ben, you know, was at his grandparents and basically didn't nap all day because it was so bright in the room and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, we bought this thing, threw it over the the pack and play, and, you know, within two minutes he was asleep. Really? So, what? yeah, it just sort of like, you know, darkens up the pack and play and it's like his dark room, right? And it's, it's fantastic. It's breathable. It's available That's on stores near you. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So if you're ever traveling, it's uh, it's well worth that investment. And then the big news, of course, is that he has now learned how to pull himself up to a standing position. I've heard that there's video of the, like, video evidence of this fact. Oh, yes. Well, you can just kind of watch him and he tries to pull himself up on everything now. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> pretty much all you hear at our house now is he pulls himself up kind of like giggles and like dances because, you know, he succeeded in doing what he wants. And then a big old thunk as he turns around and just tries to walk across the room on his own. <laughs> <laughs> and it just rinse and repeat forever. He just keeps doing it. But he's he's figuring it out. He's figuring out that he can kind of like crawl along the couch or the wall or whatever he happens to be pulling himself up on. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a different ball game now, Mike, let me tell you. I, I can imagine. I can imagine. One more time. What was the name of the, the pack and play shade? What was it called again? Uh, it's called a sleep shade, but I forget the brand. It's like uh, Snoop shade or something like that. But the, the actual product is sleep shade. Right. Because I might need to invest in this because in the last week, William has started to sleep like crap. Uh, ah, nice. <laughs> he, but, but I think it's less about the, the light in the room but more about the fact that he has become, I I mentioned last week on the show, he started to roll over to his tummy all the time. Right. And he has become a rolling machine to the point where he will, we'll put him down to sleep and leave the room and then he'll start, we'll hear him over the monitor just crying his eyes out and we'll be like, what happened? What happened? We go in, he's flipped himself over and he can't flip himself back over. He's just like flopped over on his tummy and he's on his face and he's just like, eh, eh, you know, like, and that that has been the theme of the weekend. I, I find is 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 him just not going down for sleep. It's it's been a lot of that, and some of it is also because he's teething. So it, it's been this wonderful balance of trying to figure out what the hell makes this baby sleep anymore because he used right. to be like the sleeping king, and now he just doesn't sleep and just freaks out. And then when he does sleep. He sleeps for such a short period of time that it, it feels like it's not even worth it. Perfect example is this weekend. Uh, I got, I really got a, a great idea of what it was like, what it's like for Laura every day. Okay. In the sense of on most days, I get up, I go to work. Laura's got the kid and she's taking care of him all day on her own until I come home later in the night. Well, on Saturday, Laura had this shopping trip that she's been long putting off. She was like, I need to go buy new clothes because all my maternity clothes that I've been wearing either don't fit anymore or they're they're not in good shape. So I, I need new clothes. So I have to go and get new clothes. So I'm like, okay, go ahead. Go get your clothes. I'll be here with the baby. And, and you know, no worries. So I've been, I, I had my entire Saturday, like not, not the whole day, but a good portion of the day was me taking care of him while Laura was out, you know, running these errands and trying on clothes and stuff. And the whole time she's like checking back. She's like, how is everything? And I'm like, things are fine. But I feel like this is what you have to deal with every day kind of a thing, except for one exception is, is that I don't have to stop and pump every few hours. Right. But, but I, I got an idea of what her day was like. And then the next day, Laura just wasn't feeling 
Like, I, I don't want to say she was feeling sick, but she was very tired. Like, she just didn't get a lot of sleep that night. Sure, yeah, that And happens. so, the next day, like, she slept in while I took care of William. Same thing. It was just all the, the Mike taking care of William show, and then eventually... She would wake up and then it was like, okay, now it's back to, to everybody's taking care of William thing. So I got like two days in a row of me taking care of, of William, like Laura would take care of William every day throughout the week while I'm not here. So, but yes, so that was what I was doing with William and keeping him, you know, keeping him alive. I don't know why I wanted yeah. to say that for the entire weekend, but every time I would put him down to sleep, he wouldn't sleep well. Like Laura, when she was going away on the Saturday to have the day, she's like, it'll be great for you because I know you've been excited to just sit and play video games for a while. His first nap, almost every day, his first nap is like one and a half to two hours. And she's like, I'm going to go out. You're going to put this baby down for a nap and you're going to have one and a half, two hours of time to just play video games and relax. Right. Yeah. And and he would not go down at all. <laughs> And when he finally did go down, I cleaned the pumps from Laura having to to pump before she left. And then I came downstairs, I turned on the PS4, and he woke up. It was 20 minutes instead of, like, two hours. Right. And and it was like that yesterday, and it was like that today. Like, he his naps have been – his longest nap the entire weekend was an hour, which is crazy because normally his naps – range from somewhere in the vicinity of like 45 minutes to two hours for the most part yeah and and the fact that he only cracked one hour once the entire weekend outside of his like you know overnight sleeps is pretty nuts for him so so what are you doing when he uh he flips over you go back in there i guess and and flip, flip him, him back, back? yeah yeah because yeah. he's still not quite at the point where like he's learned to flip but sometimes he forgets that his arm gets in the way and he just sits there with his arm stuck out. Right. And, and, okay. Yeah. And can't get quite over and freaks out. It was funny t earlier tonight, right before we did the record, before we put him to bed, I was playing with him and he was on his back and wanted to roll onto his stomach and he rolled right off his back onto his stomach, continued rolling back onto his back. <laughs> and then he got stuck and was like, and started crying because he wanted to be on his stomach. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he's, he's a rolling machine at this oh. point. So I was going to say when, when Ben started rolling on from his back to his stomach, he actually started sleeping a lot better. And, and ironically, the same thing was with Henry. So I'm, I guess William is just the opposite, right? But I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, then neither of those guys are teething, though, right? Like, his Henry's not teething, is he? Well, I mean, there's no visible teeth as far as I'm aware, but, you know, they're doing, like, the teething process, I guess. Right? Yeah, like, because, I mean, William's got teeth showing up. He's drooling all over the friggin' place. He's, yeah, yeah. you know, upset, and you, you rub some rubber thing on his lips, and he's like, I love it, you know? like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some weird-looking teething toys. It's all, like, weird, like... Yeah, the one that Ben and Henry like the most, it looks like, I don't know what you call it, but you know, like, on a honey commercial, they have, like, that stick with, like, the ball on the end? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you dip it in the honey and it all comes off. There's a teething toy like that, and they both love it. And when their gums are sore, it certainly, you know, calms them down. I don't know what's so special about it, mm -hmm. but that seems to be, like, the magic wand, at least for those two. For William, he's got this thing, I forget what it's called, but it looks like... It almost looks like a like a mouth guard, like you'd put in, like if you were playing hockey or football or sure, something. Yeah. But instead of it being like a U shape that has a groove that you put your your teeth into, yeah, it's just flat. Like it's the U shape, but it's flat and it's covered in bristles, like little rubber little, little rubber uh, bristles. Yeah, yeah. Ben's got one of those. Yeah, yeah and you just kind of like rub it in their mouth, and or they they just bite down on it, and it's supposed to like massage their gums and. Yeah, so it's been fun. It's been fun. And also speaking of things that happened this weekend or things that didn't happen is we actually were supposed to have fun plans today at the RBG. Oh, yeah? You didn't know that? Oh, this is, this is well, I didn't know there was actually like formal plans. There was. Heard, that Mike and Laura want to do something. It's like, well, I'm working, so I don't know oh, what you want. Oh, I, I was under the impression it was a done deal. And we oh, were, okay. And it was canceled due to weather because it was a little very gray and very windy today. Yes, it was not a nice day. 
No, but no, you were fully in the camp of, well, this is what I'm doing and uh, have fun. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. To know. I, I have a timeline for this deck, right? It's got to get built. So. Right, right. Well, it's a good thing that it failed. <laughs> but yeah. I, I did hear that we made backup plans and it's kind of funny because it was something that we talked about a while ago that's finally come to fruition. Our wives booked a Airbnb weekend away at the cottage for all the, the six of us. The... Six? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, kids. kids. Forget about those those things that we have. Yeah, that's right. They're not just pets. Yeah, that's right. Yes, no, I I heard about that. It should be a pretty good time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, this was something that you and I discussed at Rob's bachelor party, if I remember. Yes. We were talking about putting together like a weekend where us and the wives and the kids all went out to a, to a cottage for the weekend. And yeah, we still need to try to go back to that cottage, though. Like, that cottage, this, yes. The most ultimate nerd cottage that I think I have ever seen. I couldn't like, believe it, that. Like, why? In the basement, there was, what, a pinball machine, one of those, like, thousand and one arcade games, you know, yep. a, uh, a projector what's that, drop-down TV. projector screen TV, and yeah, man, it was amazing. Yeah, that was a fantastic weekend, and yeah. I, again, it was the same thing, like, I, it's something that I think would be great if we got a couple more, you know, couples involved, like, maybe your brother and, and I don't know. Russ can have a kid. I don't care. <laughs> and then, then uh, you know, we can all just have this fun weekend where, you know, we all nerd out. And then I think it's a great idea, Mike. I've wanted to do it for years. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're at least taking baby steps towards it. Now. Yes, we we have the, the first place where we're just kind of going all out together and having the, the cottage weekend together. And we'll all hate each other by the time the weekend. Yeah. Is over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. Exactly. I love you guys. See you soon. Let's never talk to them again. Like in the car. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Podcast done. Yeah. Yeah. We should record a podcast while we're there. We should. I'll I'll pack up my uh, my board. We'll do fireside fireside chat or whatever. You know. I I like it, Mike. I think it's a good idea. We'll break out the scotch. It'll be perfect. (laughs) Let's <laughs> get a few scotches in, yeah, and yeah. then Why record. Not? Why not? <laughs> yes, yes, that'll that would make for an interesting edit, I'm sure. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but on that note, that's not the only big thing that happened this weekend. Is probably one of the the biggest things to ever happen in television happened this weekend, and I got to tell you, it was a crazy crazy shocking moment when Brock Lesnar entered the money in the bank ladder match at the absolute last minute <laughs> I could have I could have ripped my TV off the wall <laughs> I was so mad when that happened but I know uh, that's not what we're actually going no to no 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 what we're actually talking about how was it this weekend was the finale of Game of Thrones the final season the final episode of Game of Thrones ever yes and we actually have another conversation that we want to delve into, and, and I think we can talk about it slightly without going into spoiler territory, but at the same time, I feel like everything that we're going to talk about when it gets to the why everybody is so... Yeah, let, yeah. let's just say spoilers from here on from out. Here we won't on go out, crazy, but... Yeah, there's going to be spoilers for things, and, and yeah. definitely spoilers for Game of Thrones. Like, there's no way we're not talking about what happened on the finale no, of exactly. Game of Thrones, especially with all of the craziness that happened. But one thing I, w- I do want to bring up, I don't think I brought this up on the show before, but we put together a Game of Thrones pool, Laura and I. And you participated, and Tiff participated, which I thought yes. was really funny, because Tiff doesn't watch the show. That's correct. But we had a few friends who who did it. I believe there was eight of us in total? Seven or eight of us. And I just wanted to break down some of the standings, just just for fun. Because sure. Yeah, of course, it's fun. It. So, you came second overall. Oh. Second overall. And you had... 26 correct 26 correct and 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 what we had predicted was we took all of the major characters who were still around we predicted who was going to live who was going to die and then there was also who was going to be on the throne at the end is was winterfell going to be destroyed and was king's landing going to be destroyed and out of that you had you had 26 correct now the person who won is not somebody from the group of people who we talk about on the podcast, they won with 28. Oh, so, so close. So you were not catching them. 
And then I was tied for uh, third with my sister-in-law at 25. Oh, okay. So, cool. so it was a tight race. It was a tight race. We were right behind you. And then right behind us was Laura. And Laura was not impressed that her sister beat her. She was like, she's like, if I had beat anybody, like, I don't care if I lost. <laughs> I just want to beat my sister. Now, do and they she, watch? Do they watch regularly? Yes, they watch regularly. Okay. Okay. We've talked. We talked with them all the time about like what could be going on and stuff. So it was pretty funny. Her boyfriend, I thought he was a big fan of the show. But he did not do very well. Okay. <laughs> but the funny thing was, is I, I, I was going to mention that I wasn't going to mention this. I was going to say, Tiff, we're not going to count Tiff because Tiff doesn't watch the show. And after last week's episode, Tiff was doing so badly that it wasn't even fair to, right. to count her as, as part of the running. But after I did the final tally, the last episode, she had such a comeback that she tied for last Damn. With, with my sister-in-law's boyfriend. So it wasn't that she was so far out and last that it wasn't fair to count her. It was she was tied for last with someone who regularly watches the show. It was crazy. And <laughs> so, they had 20. They they both had 20 apiece, correct? I was going to say, is it is it more impressive that she managed to just randomly guess 20? Or is it so depressing that he was unable to guess more than 20? Well, the funny thing was, is I will laugh. I, I did laugh because despite the fact that he had quite the poor showing, he was the only one of, of all of us with the bonus questions. Because for the most part, all, like I said, all of the questions were who lives, who dies. Yeah. And then there was the three questions at the end. Who sits on the throne? Is Winterfell destroyed? Is King's Landing destroyed? He was the only one out of all of us that had all three of those correct. Nice. I'm pretty sure I went over on that. You might have. Yeah. I, I went over that as well. Laura got partial credit for one of those. But, <laughs> but yeah, so like not many people got more than one of those. Right. And, and actually, Tiff got one of them completely by the fact that she did not answer one of the questions. <laughs> <laughs> so so that was pretty funny because i'm like i mean she's technically right because she didn't answer it and yes that's right and the answer the answer was no one so she <laughs> well, there you so, go sometimes you better just to not play the game right it's true the because if you don't you you win or you die so to speak. Yeah. oh see what i did there yes i see yes so so mike your thoughts what were your thoughts on the finale. Ah, uh, the final. Do you, do you want to talk about this, just the season or the finale itself? Let's, let's just talk the finale first, and then we'll jump into the season. Okay. So, so the we won't finale, spend too much time on the finale, but. The finale, and again, this is, we're going full spoilers from here on out. So if you haven't yep. seen the finale of Game of Thrones, then screw you. We're spoiling it for you right now, because I've given you ample opportunity to get out. I was very satisfied with the finale. Okay. I, I I liked that there was a lot of, of wrapping up. I, I'm not going to say that I 100% was like, yeah, this is exactly what I wanted because it's not that's not true. There was a lot of right. stuff in there that I was like, I didn't want this, you know, like, <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. But but overall, with what happened, I was pretty pleased with how it ended and where the characters ended up. And um, oh, I'm just trying to, to think like. Well, here, let, let me jump in with mine. So, okay, for yeah, yeah. generally speaking, for the finale, I'm exactly like you. I walked away very satisfied. You know, were there other things I was hoping would happen? And, and I only mean in the sense of, like, I had hoped another person would have been on the throne, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I was not upset with how things sort of wrapped up and, you know, how they closed off the storylines and that sort of stuff. I thought it did everything, you know, nice and justice. And they tied it back into the, the very first episode of the entire series. I thought they did a great job of that. Yeah. One, one thing that I thought was really funny, because one of the things we're going to be talking about later is just nerd outrage and like how oh, the I fact know. that that people just were not happy with Game of Thrones and, and it's, it seems to be a theme with a lot of, of nerdy topics lately is just people are not happy with it. Doesn't matter what it is. So we'll get into that later. But Laura was one of those people that, mm -hmm. and, and I, I, I would say that she's, you know, completely justified in her, what some of her criticisms of, 
of the of the show. And and the thing is, is now that I've said some of her criticism, she's going to be on me like like white on rice. Like, <laughs> yeah, what do you mean cor- by some? What are the ones corner yeah, next week? <laughs> what are the ones? What are the ones that you don't think? Laura, she was not a fan of the last few episodes at all, and she had no trouble telling you why she hated those episodes. Sure, okay, and. She actually was was satisfied with the ending herself. She's like, honestly, she's like, I didn't like, I didn't love how we got there, but I was satisfied with the ending. But the thing that was funny was, is as you can you can tell when Laura's not happy with the show because she starts instead of just watching the show, she starts nitpicking during it. Okay, yeah, and and she gets like I, I've had to deal with that in other seasons of Game of Thrones as well. Like when the the book was the the show was finally catching up with the books, like when it was at the point where the books had last left off. Like I seem to remember the episode, the episode where Danny's in the Coliseum and and the harpies all jump on them and and they're all like it's like this big battle and it's like oh my god is everybody going to get out of there and then drogon shows up and and starts breathing fire everywhere and stuff that scene i remember happening at the time and it was super intense and watching it and being on the edge of my seat and then laura starts going like Ugh, well in the book this is what happened and i'm like uh, shut up it's the only time i've ever told her to shut up during the show like right. I, I just turned her and i'm like shut up you could tell me everything about you the hate about this scene later but but when laura's not happy about how things are going she she gets nitpicky and she starts yelling out things sure so during the episode she's things are happening at the beginning and she's starting off and she's being nitpicky and she's like nope don't like this don't like this and then i said to her i said can you just wait until the the finale's over, and then you can tell me everything, everything you're not happy about? Yeah, because you still want and, to enjoy the episode, yeah. right? Yeah. And she's like, she's like, that's fair. And then immediately after that, something happened, and I made a comment on it, and she's like, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I, but I'm gonna tell you, I'll tell you from the show what exactly it was. The thing that that I was like, what? So, um, in the beginning of the episode. The fallout has happened from the previous episode. Like, Danny has destroyed King's Landing. Everybody is doing their slow walk through the city, aghast at, at the nuclear parallels of, of what's going on. And, right. Uh, so, eventually, Jon Snow gets to Grey Worm, and Grey Worm's like, I'm going to kill all these people. And Jon's like, why? And then Davos is like, go talk to Danny, and, and you'll figure all this crap out. And then Jon leaves. And Grey Worm stays there and continues killing people. Well, then John finally shows up to where Daenerys is giving her big speech. And when he gets there, Grey Worm is at the top of the stairs waiting for him. And I'm like, how the hell did he get there so fast? And, <laughs> and Laura's like, you just told me. No, no, that's time t- passes right yeah. there. <laughs> but, but like, he still shouldn't have beat him there. No, <laughs> like, that's, that's just, fair. Yeah. But that was the one big one that I was like, whoa, what? Like, even even like. There's things about the show that I wasn't happy about, you know, a, a, a thing that that Laura was not happy about that I can I can agree with was she didn't like how Jamie Lannister's story ended. Jamie Lannister became her favorite character. He had this whole like hero's redemption journey that he was going on. And then in the last two episodes, he's like, Fuck it, I'm going back to Cersei because, right, okay. you know, that's my ride or die. And Laura's like, they just took all of his hero development and his personal growth and they just shit it out the window. Okay, so so, so let me hop in here, all right? Because okay, okay. I've seen this one a lot online, right? Mm-hmm. Where people were bitching about how they basically made him this heroic good guy and then they just said, fuck it, he's going to be a bad guy again. But I, I don't think it was that cut and dry. I mean, even throughout all the seasons, um, yes, he was inching more towards being a good guy, but it was always like an internal struggle, right? Like he was right. always loyal to Cersei and that was always his number one, but he was kind of trying to distance himself a little bit. So I can understand why people sort of thought he was becoming a good guy. But at the same time, you know, he was in a very toxic relationship. And for anyone who understands, like, addiction and and those sort of relationships, the fact that he went back, even though probably against his core value, sorry, even though he went back, even though it was, you know, not the right thing to do. I mean, people do that all the time, right? Mm -hmm. This is not a new thing that they've just invented. And I can, you know, to me, it was like, yes, I would rather him been the good guy and stayed with Brienne. 
Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I get it. I mean, he's always loved her. She's carrying his kid. You know, he's dabbled on the good side and just decided, you know what? It's the end of the world. I want to be with the person who I I really love, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of my take on it is, yes, it's a toxic, abusive relationship and addiction and whatever. And so I think that certainly plays into it that I think people are glazing over to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. One thing that I thought was really funny was that one of the things that Laura pointed out was that she's like her one of Jamie's big things was like that he looked at that book of deeds for the for the the king's yardsman that was like hey sir barristan selmy did all this shit and he was fabulous and right. then like you get to Jamie's page and he's like he stabbed a king in the back you know, and then that <laughs> was it, it right yeah. and and him being like man this is really all my page is and then wanting to do more kind of a thing. That was a point that Laura brought up. And then then in the finale, when Brienne of Tarth goes in and she she adds all of this stuff. And I was like, oh, that's a nice, you know, like, wrap up, I felt. Despite the fact that I didn't like the immediacy of him being like, I'm out of here. And then going sure, back. Yeah, like, yeah. I liked that, that that bit of wrap up was there for him. Although, I, I got to say, even in the moment, like, I've seen... I, I will say one thing about all of this, this, the, all the things that people have said about the finale, like the terrible things that people are like, I hate this, this was awful, blah, blah, blah. Some of the memes are amazing. Oh, yes. It has been gold. It has Absolutely been a gold mine of memes, but it, I've seen memes about this, but even at the time during the episode when she finishes writing all of that shit down in the book, she just closes it right away. And I'm like, let that shit dry. That ink is still wet. <laughs> like, it's it's fantasy ink, Mike. Apparently. Because she wrecked that shit. Like that, that book, you open it up now, he's not going to have a really nice entry. It's going to be all smeared. It's going to be stuck to the page next to it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what did um, what did you think about Bran being elected king? Uh, I I didn't love it. Sorry, I I understand the logic and stuff behind it, but Bran as a character has never done it for me, so I was mm-hmm. unhappy about that. Only because I just don't really like Bran, right? But in in the sense of the book, or not the book, the shows, it makes complete sense. What what do you feel about it? I didn't love it, yeah, but I was happy with it. Like it, it wasn't if the choice that you know like you know when you watch because you watch big brother right yes when when it starts to get down to the nitty-gritty and there's only like four people left you kind of get to the point where you're looking at who's left and you're like i don't want that guy to win i don't want that guy to win i want them to win they're probably not going to win they're probably going to get voted out but if this person won i'd be okay with it yeah. You, you know, and, yeah, and he's you get, your second choice sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like you get to the final and you're like, you know what? If that guy, like the guy I wanted got voted out three weeks ago because he was a super threat, but I'm okay with this guy if he wins, you know? Yes. So, and that was what Bran was to me was I was like, okay, I'm okay with it, but it wasn't, would not have been my first choice. No, that's kind right. of a thing. Who, and, who, who would have been your first choice? Would John? I thought it was going to be John. Yeah, like I, I thought, thought I, w- I would have assumed John too. But I, at the same time, like when John stabs Daenerys and he's like, surrounded by her troops, it's kind of like, I, even as it happened, I'm like, how's Jon Snow going to get out of this one? Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, does he turn around and he's just like, I don't know, maybe Daenerys died in her sleep. <laughs> as soon as, yeah, you're right. As soon as he stabbed her, I was like, well, he's not going on the throne. <laughs> I thought, yeah. That's the end of that storyline right there. Well, you know what, though? I, I said to Laura, when John stabbed Danny, I turned to Laura and I said, that's the part I got spoiled on because I definitely got spoiled by that in oh, a leak okay. like two weeks ago which i was like son of a bitch like because because uh i was on i was looking at memes from a few weeks ago right. and one of the comments on one of the memes was like what's this thing i hear about leaks where it says that you know john kills danny and then and i'm like nope 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 <laughs> yeah, nope, nope, too nope. late yeah 
And and I'm like, I oh, I really hope these leaks aren't real. And then in the next week, I, I saw like more memes that it was like people with like sad faces. And it was like, when you find out the leaks are right. And I'm like, ah, damn it. No, <laughs> so no. so I know I knew going into the ending that that John was going to was going to stab right. Manny. Well, I was but just going to ask, like, if you had a sense of if that would happen. But, that, but obviously, if, if you go into it knowing, then, yeah, you're always going to have that sense. But that's the thing. I, I had a feeling he was going to like I had a feeling that I, we talked about it on the show when we were doing our predictions before the, the season aired that I thought that it was going to be John on the throne at the end and he was going to be unhappy because Danny was dead and he was going to be, you know, like he didn't want the throne. Like he kept saying the entire time, I don't want to be king. And so he was going to end up on, on, on it and be like, what am I doing here? There was no way they were going to let him be happy in the end. So for the most part, all of that stuff kind of came true, but right. it didn't because he didn't end up on the throne. Also, that was the the, the thing what, that uh, that was in our poll was... Uh, who ends up sitting on the Iron Throne? That was the question. Well, yeah. no one sat on the Iron Throne because it got melted. Yeah, that shit got melted. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's how that's how Tiff ended up getting that question right. It was because she wrote nobody sits on the Iron <laughs> Throne. But John was my pick. I don't know who if 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 any, there was anybody else that you wanted. I, I well, I know in our prediction thing, I had Daenerys sitting on there, and then yes. immediately into the season, she started getting like the whole Mad Queen vibe, and it was like, "Fuck, <laughs> you know, I, I screwed this one up." For me, it was it was John. If it wasn't going to be John, I didn't have a number two. So I'm like you, you know, Brands. Uh, all right, that's fine. I I didn't think that Sansa or Arya would be there i didn't i couldn't find a good second guy so definitely bran was my number two how did you like how everybody kind of you know all the stark family ended off i i think it's funny that like i mean Arya, you know she was not going to be happy with she didn't want to be a lady she didn't want to be yeah you know a lord so to speak like a knight or anything like that but like her going off and having more adventures of some kind that made sense to me. I, I thought and, it was, I thought it was very fitting. Yeah. And, and Sansa just being like, no, I, we're not going to do this. Uh, Sansa's going off and, and she's going to be queen of the North. Like that made sense to me too. I do, I do enjoy the meme of Yara Greyjoy where it was like, that was an option. Like <laughs> that was, a, that <laughs> was a good one. I but, actually, I, I liked, I really liked that John got sent to the night's watch again even though the night's watch isn't really a thing anymore and he was just getting sent to go be free and live amongst the the free folk i yeah. thought that was that was nice mm -hmm. you know it was, it was good he finally got reunited with ghost and, and yes, gave him those pats the that were so was long promised. deserved that's right and uh a lot of people were pretty happy about that that's right definitely so, highlight highlight up the episode the, right the there. funny thing is is how many cuz how many people do you think thought that was like they only put that in because we were bitched about it like two weeks ago. Because remember, he, people were so mad that John didn't pet oh, the, the dog know. like a week ago. Yeah, you know what? If they can, if they can crank out that animation and reshoot that scene in a week and a half, bravo! <laughs> Especially because <laughs> he's like cut his hair and everything. That's right? right. They are the greatest animators of all time. If they can pull that off, I think people give themselves a little bit too much credit online. Yeah. So, but. okay, so let's let's parlay into the season as a whole mm -hmm. then. So, let's talk about that petition going around. The, oh my god. We yeah. demand that they rewrite all of season 8. And to me that is the world's stupidest thing. You know, like first of all, you know they're not going to do it and I understand it's about sending a message. Mm -hmm. But it's the last episode or last season of a series. What message are they receiving? Like, okay, we're not going to make any more anyway. You know, it's over. Just deal with it. The fact that so many people signed it was just like, did you not have anything better to do with your time? Like, I, I don't know. The whole the whole hate steamroll. This is kind of going in, I guess, into their next topic a little bit. So we won't touch on it too much. But, mm -hmm. you know, the IMDb episode ratings. Yeah. Of course, the finale has the lowest rating of all of them. And it. People were rating it before the episode even aired. <laughs> like, come on, people. Get over yourselves. 
I couldn't believe how many people I saw that were like, I am never watching. They they hated the last episode so much, like episode five. Sure. That they're like, I refuse to watch the finale. Like, yeah, I, they, I saw, they all watched the finale. That's the spoiler I'm sure, for you. I'm sure, they, I'm sure they did, yeah. too. But they were like, I'm not going to watch it. I don't need to. I saw people who were like, I didn't watch it, and I only... I figured out what happened through memes, you know, like, like stuff like yeah, that. Like, yeah. Well, good for you. Take a stand. So, yeah. okay. So, so those thoughts of the overall season generally, you know what? I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Were there some, some low points? Sure. But I mean, there's low points in every season. I think my only real complaint about it was that it felt a little bit rushed. Yeah. I wish they had made it a full 10 episode season rather than the six episodes. All right. I guess it's, you know, six with an asterisk since some of the episodes were a little bit longer yeah and and i feel like that some of the the things that people were like that came out of nowhere might have had more room to breathe with the perceived length of time sure yeah like, like if, if it when you take when you know when you watch something in the span of a movie it's like wow that was quick but like when it's like oh it's this happened over three weeks instead of over an hour and a half kind of a thing, then that, you know, that seems where it's, it's, it's literally the same amount of time, so to speak, except it's just kind of like, you know, th- there's a break in between, right? It doesn't feel like it just happens so quickly. Like, right. Like the, the stuff that happened, say, say the, the battle, the battle for Winterfell or, or something, right? Yeah. So, the battle begins and then say that was broken into two episodes. I feel like less people would have complained about the battle being like, that was the, that was it. If it was a second episode, like they, they, I guarantee somewhere out there, there's another half hour of unused footage that they could have used and, and just like slap that into that episode just to, you know, to stretch that out and make yeah. it a, a second episode. That kind of thing. And and then, you know, like, then it would have felt bigger, you know? Like, not adding that much more... I, I mean, I'm I'm not the person who is in charge of the budgets and stuff, right? But, no, no, you exactly. You know, like, I feel like there's enough footage that would have existed. Like, they shot that scene for, like, 11 weeks. Like, they shot the, ba- the, the, the Battle of Winterfell. They shot for 11 weeks. Yeah, it was, like, 55 days or something like that, wasn't it? I don't know why I said 11 weeks. Yeah, it was 55 days, but all nights. Like yeah. Only at night, yeah. Yeah, all like all night shoots, you know? So, uh, there's a long time to be filming. There's got to be an amount of footage to use that they can use. Even if it's just half of it's them standing around being scared, you know? Like, yeah. it, it would have worked, and it would have allowed more time to breathe, so to speak. You know, like more quiet moments and, and things like that. And then the same thing with, like certain character trait changes you know like you have an extra couple scenes of danny brooding in one episode and then you move the episode of her flipping out on everybody in king's sure, landing sure ma- making it a little bit more clear yeah cuz in my mind you know the groundwork had been laid out throughout all the seasons the mm. fact that she went you know crazy on king's landing really shouldn't have been that surprising cuz that's how she's done a lot of her other business in the past, I guess. Never to that scale. But, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, you could definitely see it happening. But, yeah, sure, I definitely agree that another episode or, you know, 10 more minutes or 15 more minutes of The Descent, which certainly have helped. Yeah. There's one thing that a lot of people really bitched about. And, and I mean, I'll give it to them. I get, I get why that sucked. But at the same time... It's a cliche that's been used so many times. I don't understand why it's acceptable everywhere but here. Mm-hmm. And that's in the episode where Rhaegal, the other dragon, gets shot with the with the scorpion and dies. And people are like, that dragon that was flying didn't see all of the ships like way off in the distance and stuff. And it's a, it's a classic cliche of any form. Of, like it's horror movies use it all the time. Yeah, but it's the killer can't be seen because they're off camera. Yes. Like like the character is clearly looking at them and then they run up and stab them in the stomach and they should have been seen because they ran straight at them. You know, like (laughs) that. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. It was that trope, but it was just whatever reason here it was unacceptable. 
And people well, are like, this is the stupidest thing in the world. I mean, at the same time, like the, the writers made some stupid ju- like comment in one of the behind the scenes video and people just latched on. Oh, that, the, oh like, she forgot that it yeah, existed she forgot or whatever. Yeah. The navel, yeah. You know what? I find it very strange where people will try to apply reality to a TV show. You know, like the when the dragon got shot out of the air, it's like, well, this, you know, the chances of them not seeing the boats that would never happen, and you know, what are the odds that they hit the dragon? What was it, two times? I think. Yeah. You know, out of midair, and then in the next episode where Drogon goes in, they miss everything. You know, they, yeah. how could that happen? Or you know, during the Battle of Winterfell, where the, the way they had their military and stuff arranged, it's, it's not realistic. You know. And, you know, more people should have died or they should have done this or they should have done that. It's like, if you want to talk realism, you know, while this million man undead army who never tires, they're going to win. They're just going to steamroll over you and the battle's going to be done in five minutes, you know. So you can Mm -hmm. apply reality to some situations, but then ignore it on others. I find that kind of, I don't know, a little hypocritical, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, to me, that's that's maximum nitpicking right there. Yeah, but I mean, nitpicking is a thing that people no, do. No, that's right. And, and it's, it's, it's something that we've kind of been alluding to. It's something that happens so much these days is I feel like anything that I'm a fan of now, yeah. I, you know, like I have to either defend the reason I like it or everywhere I look, I just have to see people shitting all over it. And it's, and I'm saying Game of Thrones because this is, the the topic that made me think of it because I've well I you can't look anywhere right now you can't go on Facebook you can't go on Twitter you can't go on Reddit without people shitting on Game of Thrones well before before we go into this conversation I want to bring up one theory that Tiff had and then we'll jump into it and I just want to okay, get your opinion okay, okay. on it sure. so so she thinks that people are hating on again she doesn't watch it but she thinks that people are hating on Game of Thrones, the final season, so aggressively because psychologically they don't know how to let go of the show when it's gone. Like, they don't know how they're going to handle it, Mm -hmm. you know, not having Game of Thrones in their life anymore. So the way that they handle it is to try to start disconnecting themselves from the show. Okay. In in the sense of, oh, the show's so bad now, I don't ever want to watch it again. Do you think there is any truth to that theory? I think that that is quite possible. From listening to to Laura talk about it, I I, I know a hundred percent that that is a that is she's just not a fan of the writing, uh, right. because her gripes and the way that she presented her gripes was exactly the same as the way that she had her gripes and presented her gripes back in season five. Right. Okay. Uh, so so I know for for her specifically, she's just really pissed at how the writing was. Sure, out. yeah, and that's but, fair. But, I mean, at the same time, like, you you may very well be correct that pe- that some people just couldn't cope with, like, well, I don't know how I'm going to live without Game of Thrones without hating it or, or something like that. Like, yeah. I, I need to get rid of it, uh, get rid of it in a way that makes sense. Like, you know, like, instead of it being like, I'm excited for Game of Thrones, if I'm not excited for Game of Thrones because I don't like it anymore, then it won't suck as much. Yes, that's right. There. won't hurt as much, yeah. Yeah, and it's possible. It's quite possible. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing that, that's funny is is a perfect example is the guys who created the show, the two writers D and D that everybody's always that's been crapping on this whole time. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize this, but they were the writers of one of the least popular entries in the X Men franchise. Oh, really? They wrote X-Men Origins Wolverine. People hate that movie. I think it's meh, but I don't I don't hate it. But right. there's a lot of people who think it's absolute garbage. To me, it is the low point in my mind of the X-Men franchise. I still think Last Stand is the low point and then Okay, fair. That's uh, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, like throughout, you know, the the this show's been on the air for what nine years, nine ten years? Because I don't remember exactly how long the gaps are between certain seasons. Sure, yeah, it's nine or ten years. Either way, either way, these guys have always been the guys who wrote X Men Origins Wolverine, but nobody ever said, "Oh, I'm not surprised they it sucks because those guys wrote X Men Origins Wolverine." I never heard that until like a week ago. 
I've never heard anybody bring that up. Like, I'm not surprised it's shit because they wrote X-Men Origins Wolverine and that's a shit movie. I think, but now it's all that anybody is talking about is this stupid X-Men Origins thing. Like, you know, like it's very odd to me that that gets brought up all of a sudden. But, but up until this moment, it's been like, what a great show. These writers are yeah, fantastic. It's like and they're, it's like, no, they were shitty writers all along. Know, I, I can't help but think sometimes it's snowballing, right? Somebody thinks it's really bad, and then so, okay, I think it's bad now, too. And then they start trying to dig up reasons to, you know, to justify the reasons they think it's bad. And I think that's probably that situation, right? You know, it's, I don't know, it's it's disappointing. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand why people can't just enjoy the show, or not, not even specifically Game of Thrones, but just enjoy it for what it is, Right. You know, because like I said, I thought it was pretty good. You know, was it the books? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't read the books yet. You know, and I think people are going to probably be sorely disappointed when they realize that the books follow the same general storyline. Because what's his name? Um, George R.R. Martin has basically said, yeah, here I gave it to them and I worked with them and everybody knows the ending and this is how it ends. So I would be shocked if, you know, these horrible D&D guys decided that we're just going to change it to what we feel like. Because that's that's not the situation at all. I, f- I feel like it's it's just going to get to the end, and the major things are going to still happen. John is still going to kill Daenerys. Bran is probably still going to be you know whatever whatever. But I you know th- there's there's characters who are still alive in the books that are not in the show, and and sure yeah, and vice versa. So I feel like you know who's still standing, who who's sitting at that council meeting at the end might end up being different. But <laughs> yeah. But but I suspect that yeah, Bran will still be on the throne. Exactly like you said, the main points are going to be the same. You know, John will kill Danny for sure. Yeah, you Un- know, all that stuff will be the same unless they pull a Scott Pilgrim. Which I don't know if you knew this. Like you know the movie Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, well you you brought this up on a previous episode before too, right? Did Where I bring he it up? Rewrote. On- did I bring I'm it up in the episode sure or did? just in a conversation with? Oh, you? maybe in the conversation. So go ahead. Yeah, okay. Well, your- either way, either yeah. way. What and what and if I brought it up on the show before, I apologize. But if you didn't listen to that show, then here's the here's that information. But Scott Pilgrim versus the World was created, or the movie was being made at the same time as the books. So that that's a six book series, and they started filming the movie around the release of book like the the rights were sold at the time of book three so they were only halfway through telling the story and based on what happened and the reaction to how the movie ended they actually changed the ending of the books because the the ending of the movie was the original ending of the books and you know some people weren't exactly happy with how the movie ended so he tweaked the ending enough that it was different from the movie so the book ends slightly differently they essentially get to the same point but sure but they're different enough and and they are the author has gone on and been like yeah no we i, I changed it cuz people didn't like how it in the movie like like stuff like that like yeah and and i feel like th- this could happen here is that george r r martin could be like oh well people were really pissed that this happened so, but I feel like that's the, he's a, you know, if, if he finds out that everybody's favorite character because Ned Stark died is Rob Stark and he's like, well, I immediately, I need to kill Rob Stark now. Like, I feel like he's not going <laughs> to yes. care at what people really hope, you know, it happens. He's just going to write it the way that he wanted to write it and, and put it out there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be that guy who wants to give in to what the public thinks is the best way to write the book. Yeah. You know, it's amazing how many expert authors there are out there, you know, yeah. after the after the episode airs. Yeah. How many TV shows have, have you written? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, and have you seen the panic now uh, or the, the theory that, again, the head writers got signed to do like the next Star Wars trilogy or the next Star Wars movie or something like that. And so they decided just to rush out this season of Game of Thrones. Yeah, so they can start doing Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. like, give me a break. Yeah. Also, some people, I mean, I think I've heard people say that. I've also heard people say that they're like, they're bored with it because they've been doing it for almost a decade and they're just like, just put it out. I'm done with it. I need to move on to other things, which is along the same lines of what you just said. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Either way. So they're good for the first nine years, but the 10th year, (laughs) I don't know. I can't do that. Yeah. I mean, between that and, and like... Just other subjects. Like, everybody seems to be piling on on the things. Like, Star Wars. Star Wars 
it's it's suddenly cool to hate Star Wars. Like, like yes, I I but, don't know about you, but I liked all of those movies, even the one that people hate the most. Like, I I like it too. Well, you know what they um this that 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 uh, saying where it's basically no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. I've heard that same saying about fans of things in general. Yeah. Like, no one hates the thing more than fans. And I I don't really know what it is. Like, do you have any sense of why the fandoms are apparently like so hard on themselves? I, I have or so no hard on idea. The, the product that the fandom is based around? Like, like, I don't get it. Like, a perfect example is... Like I've told, I've mentioned on this show, and you're like, I don't get it because you're not a fan. That's yeah. and that's fine. Is the the new Godzilla movies coming out in a few weeks? Yeah, and I'm super excited for it. And I was on Reddit, and somebody was shitting all over the movie, and I'm like, it's not even out yet. Like, what? Yeah, what are you doing? Like, how? What is your opinion on this movie? How do you already think it's because there there's been critic reactions because they've screened the movie. The movie is done it's been done for months sure and, okay and they've done screenings of it which usually is a good sign like if they've you know locked the picture and shown it to people then that usually means they're happy with it and and you know they're not going to reshoot half the movie because the third act doesn't make sense or anything like that yes that's and right. and a lot of the the things that people have said about it is that it's way better than the last one that they did because it's like hey do you remember how everybody is like i really want to see godzilla in the godzilla movie and then he's only in it for like 10 minutes they're like this movie gives you godzilla it gives you giant monsters fighting on the screen for most of the movie and people were like it's so fun and and it's crazy and and even so people are still like oh man i heard this happens in it so i hate it like before, yeah. the movie's not even out yet you know? It's like, I don't, you know, do you think people just don't watch these shows or these movies just to be entertained anymore? Like, they're looking for some sort of, like, deeper meaning to everything now? You know, because I, I, you know, going back to the Star Wars things, you yeah. know, everybody did not like the, the Han Solo movie, you know, just titled Solo. Yeah. You know, whereas you and I both said, yeah, was it the best one? No, probably not. But it was still a fun ride. Mm -hmm. I, I don't feel like I wasted my, you know, $13 at the movie theater or anything like that. It was still a good movie. I ended up buying it afterwards and I've watched it again and it's, it's, it's fun. Mm -hmm. It's enjoyable. I don't know. Like everything. Yeah. I, I, part of me wonders if it's like, oh, well, now it's popular. So I don't like it anymore. And, and then the people who, who are like that are the people who are the most vocal about hating things. Like, yeah like, i mean well and before you know like obviously there's legitimate reasons like if we're talking star wars again the prequels are generally very poorly received across the board yeah and but there's very real things to point at as to why they're not that great mm -hmm. you know so sometimes there is anger that is justified, but I can't see that with the new movies. Maybe I've just changed. You know, maybe we're older now and we, you know, it's the tender age of 35 almost. And, you know, we just accept that things are as they are. And, you know, we're not going to try to, I don't know, get too obsessed with things anymore. Yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah. Like, just just tell me a story. You know, like, yeah, that's right. I just want to be there and entertained for a couple hours. And yeah, like, I don't need, I don't want, it's not, I don't know if it's not, that makes me sad. I was going to say, I don't want to think about it because then that makes me feel like I'm stupid. But yeah. like, you know, like, it's just, I just want to enjoy a thing, put it out there, and I'm either going to like it or I'm not going to like it. But I'm, if, if I don't like it, I'm going to be like, that's not for me. I'm not going to be like, well, this was shit, and let me tell you why it was shit, and, and, and like, and, oh, wait, you just said that you liked it? Well, let me tell you why it's shit. Like, yeah, there's a guy, wrong, yeah. there's a guy I work with who will not stop sending me memes out of nowhere about why the new Star Wars movies are bad. Like, if you didn't like it, just let it go. You know? <laughs> yes, that, that is a good point. That's a very good point. Has there ever been something you watched where you just felt this burning desire to go online and tell people how awful it was? 
I, I can't think of anything other than maybe when I was a teenager and when you do stupid things as a teenager. I'd, I'd say I've done it, but there's never been something that I've like constantly been like, oh, you know what's bad? This. You know, we, oh, you, have you have you heard of this? It's awful. Oh, you like that? Oh, it's bad. You know, like, yeah. There's nothing like that. Like, there's no thing that I would constantly harp on anybody about because they they like it, you know? Like... If if somebody usually tells me something like, "Hey man, I loved this." Like I'm usually pretty forgiving of things, you know, like Sure. I, if you think back to a lot of the big movies of the last few years that people have hated, like people didn't not like the last Jurassic Park movie. I thought it was great. I thought it was yeah, a lot of fun. It's you know? a fun movie, yeah. Yeah, but there's people that like like Laura doesn't like that movie and again it's the Star Wars movies I like those movies and some people really hate those movies but there's nothing that I can think of that somebody has told me that they're like I like this and I'm like you're an idiot for liking that I yeah. I just I'm like man eh, I don't like it yeah. you know like but but that seems to be the prevailing thing that everybody wants to say now especially online which well, I guess- online has become an absolute nightmare cesspool, and it's not even movies and fandom; it's it's everything. Yeah. Have you read the comments section of any website? It's like the collection of some of the stupidest comments I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Oh, well, until you go on YouTube, and then it's even worse. Yeah, it's worse. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, people just have to make their opinions known, which is there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, then they attack each other for having. A slightly differing opinion, and I don't get it. Well, it's, I mean, I was talking to Laura about this, because I was saying something to her about how everybody crapping on Game of Thrones was kind of getting me really down. Like, I felt, I almost felt like I couldn't tell anybody I liked it, because I felt like I was going to just have people shit on me for it. Yes, that's e- right, Even, yeah. you know, even in my own house, where, you know, my wife has been very vocal about how she's not been very pleased with it. And she said that, like... Well, I mean, I feel like if I don't say what my opinion is, then it's, you know, like giving her opinion, if it's negative, if she if she has a negative opinion and she doesn't want to tell people because it like hurts their feelings, she's like, then that why, you know, I, I feel like I'm not even allowed to give my opinion at all. And I said to her something to the effect, I, I'm probably butchered exactly sure, my yeah, point yeah. there, but, and I'm, we're going to get corrected, corrections corner again, as we were <laughs> talking about, but she, I said to her back and I'm like, well, there's a difference between, and I'm not saying that I, I said to her at the time as well. I'm like, I'm not saying this is you, but I'm just saying in general, I see this so much. There's a difference between me being like, what's your opinion on a movie? And you're like, I don't like that movie because A, B, and C. And the difference is of being like, Somebody being like, I like the movie. And then you jump on it and being like, A, B, and C is why you're wrong. You know, like, like it's, it's different. Like you can give your opinion. And, and if somebody asks like, Hey, what'd you think? And you're like, I didn't like it. And this is why. I mean, that, that's okay. But if you're like searching for, for this is a conversation I need to jump in on, you know, I'm just going to keep finding people talking about Game of Thrones and saying that they liked it and then telling them why they're wrong. Like yeah, that's, that's right. When, you, when you're when you're forcing your opinion ad nauseum, I think that's that becomes an issue for sure, right? Yeah. It's like okay, I get it. You don't like the episode or whatever. You don't need to bring it up every five minutes or every single time. You know, we understand or the movie or whatever. And I, I'm I agree with you. You know what? Like I'm not a huge fan of the Godzilla movies. You love them, but I'm not going to tell you, Mike. You're the dumbest person on the planet because you like Godzilla movies. Like. That's just, they're not my thing, but yep. they're your thing. So who cares, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I guess it might be different if you were a Godzilla fan and then you don't yeah, like the yeah. new movies and then you're just like, you can't still Maybe, like them. You're yeah, not alive. Yeah. I don't know. I, that, that's a rabbit hole that you could probably fall down forever. But if anybody else feels kind of the same way that we do, you know how to get a hold of us. You can get a hold of us at the dads at part-time nerds full-time dads.com and maybe you can chime in on your opinions of the final season of game of thrones maybe you can tell us that we're dead wrong and that star wars does suck and why <laughs> or something like that reach out to us on twitter or facebook at pt nerds ft dads you can also find our shows at part-timers full-time dads.com as well as on itunes google play spotify stitcher Castbox, any of your favorite podcast listening services 
and we've gone into super overtime here so we're gonna end this before we just can't stop talking forever and uh, we'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most certainly not qualified to give it whatsoever maybe we're gonna try and figure this out because i'm in new york next week so we're gonna try and figure out when we can record an episode and still get have me time to edit it before it is too late that's right so or we skip an episode it's hard to say we're either gonna skip an episode or <laughs> yeah you get the double length one this time yeah. it's hard to say what's gonna happen maybe next time. we maybe we decide to not have an episode because we yeah. went super long this time until next time i am mike and i'm chris and we'll talk to you again soon I really shouldn't have ad-libbed that egg. Uh, that, that. <laughs> it sounded okay. It okay, sounded okay. okay. You know what we forgot to say, though, Mike? Hmm. Is is Game of Thrones still the greatest TV show of all time? Oh. Tie it into our original Game right, of Thrones right, spectacular. Right. And what's your thought on that? I I still have to say yes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even with its shortcomings and stuff in the final season, I think it's still the best show of all time. Right. Okay. I can agree with that. I yeah. can agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Can, very, just... very like Breaking Bad is nipping right at its heels, but it's uh, it's very close. I saw a lot of people bitching online saying things like, congratulations to Big Breaking Bad for being the best TV show. Like... <laughs> Stuff but like it was that such a different when, show. I mean, Breaking Bad was literally, you know, I mean, I know there was a multitude of characters, but it was pretty much about two guys. Yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty easy to wrap up that storyline compared to Game of Thrones, which is about, you know, what was our death list? It was like 30 it people It was like long. 30 people long, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even mean, more than that. Even more than 30 people. Yeah, so. that's right. And they were all, all important characters. So. Except Hot Pie. Hot Pie was on there. Yeah. Hot pie was a gimme that everybody got. <laughs> everyone but Tiff got right. Everyone said <laughs> Tiff, that hot pie was going to live and Tiff said hot pie was going to die. Well, that dry or you know, the the bad guys, they may have sought him out. <laughs> yeah. Some some hateful guys like I'm after hot pie. Just end it for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.